Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, July 25th, and we have completed week 29 of 2022. Are you enjoying this podcast? Does this podcast help you stay in the know? If so, be sure to tell someone else about it today. We think that they will appreciate it and thank you for it, as do we. Now, let's get to the headlines. The value of the euro relative to the U.S. dollar hit a two-decade low on Wednesday, and that's good news for Americans traveling to Europe this summer. A favorable exchange rate means travelers' dollars will go further when making purchases abroad. Not all European countries use the euro, however. It's the official currency for 19 out of 27 European Union members. The euro hit parity with the U.S. dollar on Wednesday morning, meaning that the two currencies had an exchange rate of 1 to 1. That hasn't occurred since 2002, when the euro was in its infancy. One euro is down 11% at the beginning of the year and down 15% on July 13th last year. On Thursday, the Airlines Reporting Corporation, ARC, released data for the travel agency air ticket sales in June, and the data showed some more encouraging trends for travel advisors and agency owners. Perhaps the biggest is that international travel continues its strong recovery. Total passenger trips settled by ARC in June was 7.9 million, a 52% year-over-year increase from the same period in 2021. That outpaced the domestic ticket sales trends, which increased 11% in June 2022. The international travel increase came after the lifting of the U.S. inbound testing requirement, which was dropped earlier in the month. The total ARC-accredited travel agency air ticket sales reached $7.9 billion in June 2022, a 87% increase year-over-year from June 2021. ARC also reported that the average U.S. round-trip ticket price was $605, a 33% increase from June 2021, and a 4% decrease from May 2022. Total passenger trips were down 5% from May, with U.S. domestic trips down 4% and international trips down 7%. The big three U.S. ultra-low-cost airlines have improved their per-passenger revenue during the pandemic for add-on items such as checked and carry-on bags, as well as seat selections. In earnings reports this spring, each of the three primary U.S. low-cost airlines reported that while fares for the first quarter have been down compared with the same period pre-pandemic in 2019, non-fare passenger revenue, which largely comes from add-on items such as baggage, seat selection, and bundle fares, was up on a per-passenger basis. Base fares have climbed everywhere since last year, figures that will be reflected by the low-cost airlines when they report on second-quarter earnings in the coming weeks. But in the first quarter, Frontier reported one-way ancillary revenue per passenger of $69, up 21% from 2019. By comparison, fares over the first quarter were just $42, down 23% from three years ago. Now in news relating to changes in travel due to the pandemic. 
The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention (CDC) is sunsetting its program for cruise ships operating in U.S. waters effective immediately, opting for a new set of guidelines for public health operations on cruise ships. The CDC made an announcement this past week, writing on its website that as of July 18, 2022, CDC's COVID-19 program for cruise ships is no longer in effect, and it will no longer update pages that track cases on board ships. The CDC transitioned from that mandatory program to a voluntary one earlier this year, with most cruise ships operating in U.S. waters opting to stay in the program. Hong Kong has been scrubbed from Virgin Atlantic's network until at least March next year, as the Asian metropolis continues to struggle with conflicting goals of adhering to China's zero COVID policy while hanging on to its status as a global financial hub. Virgin Atlantic, which flew a daily Boeing 787 between London and Hong Kong prior to the pandemic, suspended its Hong Kong route in December 2021, but hoped for it to resume by September 1st, 2022. The airline now is saying that the flights won't come until at least March 1st, 2023. British Airways, which has been absent from Hong Kong skies, currently lists a return of its daily BA31 and BA32 service from October 30th. Although at the start of the airline industry summit 2022 and 2022 scheduling period, that date serves more as a formal placeholder. The government of Belize this week announced that it is dropping all remaining COVID-19 travel rules, effective immediately. Proof of vaccination or negative COVID-19 tests are no longer required for any persons traveling to Belize. The Belize travel health insurance requirement, which has been mandatory since the country reopened, is now optional as well. The U.S. Centers of Disease Control and Prevention right now categorizes Belize at level three. High level for COVID nineteen in its advisory list, the highest level outside of level four, which is special circumstance. Two thousand and twenty two will be filled with news of mergers and new partnerships. Royal Caribbean received a court order approval to acquire a Crystal Cruises ship and will protect the deposits of customers who had bookings on the ship after the cruise line suspended operations this year. Crystal Endeavor will join the Silver Seas cruise fleet later this month. The ship, which will be renamed Silver Endeavor, is designed specifically to take travelers to the world's most remote destinations, including both polar regions. Endeavor will spend its first season in the Antarctica beginning in November. KLM Royal Dutch Airlines and high-speed rail operator Thales have started a trial to transfer airline passengers by train between Amsterdam Airport and Brussels Airports. The new services, which have been introduced to allow KLM to drop one daily flight between Amsterdam and Brussels through buying seats on Thales trains between the two airports, the venture is KLM's implementation of the Dutch government's action plan for rail and air services, which seeks to ensure that international rail travel becomes a logical alternative to flights on routes of less than 700 kilometers. KLM has already been offering transfer passengers the option of boarding a Thales train instead of a flight at the Brussels leg of their journey for several years. Around 20 to 25 percent of passengers chose the rail option before the pandemic. And now, news relating to the return to travel. American Airlines recorded the highest quarterly revenue in its history during the second quarter, propelling the airline to a return to profitability for the first time since the start of the pandemic. For the quarter, American took in $13.4 billion, up 12% from the same period in 2019, despite flying 8% less capacity. 
Record revenue was driven by soaring airfares and by the fact that American flew 25% more flights than any other U.S. airline while filling 87% of available seats. The company reported net income for the quarter of $476 million. American Airlines also said that business travel revenue is fully recovered compared with 2019, led by unmanaged or lightly managed accounts. Business revenue was 51% recovered for the month of January, but was 110% recovered for the month of June. American produced second quarter earnings of $13.4 billion. United Airlines released its second quarter 2022 financial results. The airline delivered an outstanding result, recording revenue of $12 billion, the highest second quarter revenue in its history, and also produced its first quarter profitability since COVID-19. Revenue in the second quarter of 2022 was up by 6% compared to the second quarter in 2019 and towered 2021 revenue by $5.47 billion. Net income for the second quarter was $329 million, well ahead of last year's loss of $400 million, but lagging behind the $1 billion in quarter two of 2019. SAS Airlines, the flagship airline of Denmark, Norway, and Sweden, and its pilots' union have reportedly reached a deal to end a strike that has caused hundreds of cancellations over the past few weeks. SAS has come to a deal with all four pilots' unions for the airline, an agreement that allows some pilots who were let go during the pandemic to come back to work. The strike was costing SAS $10 million to $13 million per day, and the airline officially filed for bankruptcy protection in the U.S. earlier in the month in a move to cut its debt on the second day of the pilot strike. The total, according to SAS, the financial impact of the strike, is expected to exceed $145 million. Car rental provider Sixth announced at the statement of the brand's expansion in the Canadian market, accelerating its international growth across North America. The brand's first Canadian branch will be located in downtown Vancouver. Following Vancouver, Sixth will soon open in Toronto. Sixth brings to Canada a higher percentage of premium and lower mileage vehicles, including BMWs and Mercedes-Benz. Canadian branches will offer digital counter bypass, which allows customers to bypass the counter and pre-select the vehicle that they want to reserve within two hours of pickup. The Canadian expansion follows the opening of several new locations across the U.S., including Charlotte Airport, Baltimore Airport, and Cincinnati Airports. And now in some technology news. Global travel management company CWT will begin piloting the new distribution capability program in August that will allow its travel consultants to make live NDC bookings for customers via its global distribution technology partners. The TMC will commence booking and servicing NDC-enabled content on Singapore Airlines and Air France KLM through Amadeus. In addition to corporate negotiated rates, the pilot covers certain unique NDC-enabled content on these airlines. For Singapore Airlines, this will initially include special discounted fares, while additional amenities like extra baggage will be added to the program at a later date. The Air France KLM clients will be able to access pricing offers, while seat bundles and sustainable aviation fuel options will be introduced in the near future. Southwest Airlines is enabling passengers to find out more about their destination through a partnership with Mapping Specialist Flight Path 3D. Using augmented reality as well as videos as part of the in-flight moving map, passengers can view a virtual version of the flight deck window and aircraft. Meanwhile, a series of mobile-friendly video travel guides called Destination Reels allow passengers to build up a picture of their destination based on their interests. 
The airline is the launch customer for the interactive flight tracker and destination reels. A new technology allows agents to confirm passengers' flight details simply by scanning their government-issued ID. At more than 100 airports across the U.S., travelers will no longer need to scan their boarding passes at security. At these hubs, TSA is now using the Credential Authenticity Technology, CAT, a system linked electronically to the flight database allowing TSA officers to confirm travelers' flight details as well as whether they are enrolled in a trusted traveler program such as TSA PreCheck simply by scanning their ID. Passengers will still need to check in with the airline and obtaining a boarding pass, either a paper one or electronic one, and will still need to scan their boarding pass at their gate prior to boarding their flight. At year's end, Alaska Airlines plans to become the first U.S. airline to implement electronic baggage tags. The program will begin slowly with 2,500 hand-picked frequent Alaska Airlines customers. Sometime next year, all Alaska mileage plan members will have the option to purchase the electronic devices. The airline said that their bag tag offer will be easy to use and will allow flyers to skip the step of printing paper bag tags at the airport. Instead, Alaska customers will check in remotely via smartphone, then simply touch their phone to their electronic bag tag. Information from their phone will then be transmitted automatically to the bag tag screen, displaying the traveler's flight information. The electronic tags will be provided to Alaska by Netherlands-based vendor BagTag. Lufthansa Group Airlines such as Lufthansa, Austrian, and Swiss are already using the technology, according to the BagTag website. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well. Oh, my God.